welcome everybody to the Split Six Podcast, the podcast where we split a six-pack and talk about three different topics each over the course of one beer. I'm your host, Nick Wagella, and I'm here joined for the first time, actually the first time I've ever met her, Jessica Jolene in the house. How's it going? Pretty good. Uh, your first ever podcast today, right? Correct. Uh, <laughs> how do you feel so far? I know we uh, just met for the first time. Yeah, I mean, I'm cool. I feel great. I like people, so. <laughs> well, good. Um, uh, we met through a weird way. We met through that um, uh, Facebook dating app. Yes. Which uh, I'm not sure what you use that uh, for based on your profile information. Like, clearly yeah. you're not u- really using this to seek love. Right. Well, networking's great. I specifically posted on there that I'm looking for, like, other artists or musicians that want to branch out. Mm-hmm. And just on my regular profile, it's kind of hard to meet people like that um so i figured why not try that plus my husband and i are what they call polyamorous mm-hmm. so if something strikes up in terms of the dating area or love area i'm not opposed to it there you go <laughs> well you came to the right place for i do a bunch of creative shit and have my toes in all the different kinds of waters in terms of everything i do obviously it was supposed host the podcast have guitars everywhere you know yeah (laughs) and you yourself are in a band and you have a a live streaming thing coming on tomorrow yes tomorrow um thursday the what's tomorrow the 12th yes yeah so thursday december 12th i'm gonna be doing a um probably about a half an hour live video show little concert thing where myself and a friend of mine a co-songwriter um we'll be doing some cover songs and Mm. harmonies and stuff like that what's your best cover song Ooh, i would have to say jewels who will save your soul um i know that song don't i it was her first one so i would hope so if you like jewel (laughs) i don't know if i like jewel but i'm sure i've heard the song it's been on the radio right oh for sure who will say that that lyric or that that uh yeah, yeah, that reminds. I, I know what it is, but I. That's like I, her. They know it as her yodel song. Okay. Like. <laughs> it's like know. that yodeling kid from uh, Walmart. Yes, exactly. <laughs> no, she's pretty cool. She's awesome. She, I, I like the whole folksy sound of her, and she's mm. kind of like transformative as well, almost like Lady Gaga. Like she got her roots started. Hell yeah! Yes, Fucking I love get her. down on some Gaga. Yes, I love her. She's so great. Like in um, a Star is Born, man, I learned how to play that song, and I was like, just played it over and over again for a while. <laughs> really? Because I would love to cover that song with somebody. All right. Hell yeah. We'll, let's we'll, do it. We'll practice it after the podcast. <laughs> yes. Let's do it. Um, but yes, um, I love Jewel, and that's like my go-to karaoke song, because I can totally rock it out. Um, but I'm kind of all, kind of all over place in the, the music world as far as genres go. I haven't branched into the rap section yet. Mm-hmm. But I probably would if I had the opportunity. Yeah, my brother uh, started making his own rap music, and I don't. I just think it's so good. But I'm insanely biased. But yeah, I don't for know. sure. Now I'm starting to get into it. But uh, before we run out of time, Jessica, what are we drinking tonight? Um, let's see here. We have Central State Table Rustic Blonde Ale from Indiana, four percent. Yeah, she uh, did require me to get a blonde ale. Or a cider, but I don't want to get a cider. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> it was really hard to find one. I actually had to buy two four-packs to get this. Aw, I'm well, sorry. It's okay. Let's try these out and see how they taste. We might run out of time. The drops are just going to happen. That's fine. <laughs> mm. 
Interesting. It tastes like rusty blonde. Maybe that's what ru- rustic means. Is that yeah. what rustic means? Probably. <laughs> Beer number one, sports. So uh, if you've been listening recently, you know how this uh, segment works. We're going to talk about sports, but she also has her holdup, which I'm assuming she's going to use here. But right before she does, uh, the Lions suck, the Pistons suck, the Red Wings suck, and the Tigers really suck. So, you yes, know, that's the I sports agree. world. Yeah, I definitely want to use my holdup in this segment. Okay, so something you guys don't know about Jessica, because none of you guys know anything about Jessica. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you are a paranormal expert slash uh, psychic medium? Yeah, so I'm, I'm, I wouldn't say expert, because we don't say that in that field. If you say expert, you kind of get laughed at okay. in the paranormal world, um, because honestly, we only know what we know. And people believe what they want to believe. So, so you say, think it's impossible to be an expert? Yes, exactly. And there's so much out there that we still don't know about mm-hmm. and we haven't experienced that we can just kind of guesstimate. But yes, I'm a paranormal investigator. I work with a team out of... Am I allowed to say locations? Yes. Okay. You can say whatever you want on this. Okay, great. Uh, Westland, Michigan. And we are called Great Lakes Ghost Hunters. And I also am going to be working with a future team, hopefully in the very near future, called the Ghost Finders. And they are actually have a show. So Okay, cool. Yeah. And that's uh, dope. <laughs> yeah, I'm super excited. I was actually super <laughs> against filming for multiple reasons, mainly because of my kids. But I didn't want people to think that like it was a shit show. Like a total hokey, mm. like like certain shows that I won't say the name of. I, I might, but anyways. but I'm not going to. Um, you know, it's not all about demons and and horrible things. Like I've come into some really cool stuff in the past. Right, and there's stuff that that can make you money on TV, and then there's probably, uh, I guess, more real things. Exactly, and the thing I love the most about the Ghost Finders and my team that I work with now in is that we're real, and we don't try to act, and we don't try to make things up just for the the camera you're not trying to sex it up or anything exactly i mean i'm all about being sexy don't get me wrong (laughs) but at the same time i want to be truthful in what we experience and not try to falsify evidence and we are very evidence-based as well and even myself as a medium dealing with this my entire life Mm -hmm. and being afraid of it my entire life up until recently getting involved with the team and realizing that i can use this to help people to help people understand what's going on around them, to help people um, deal with loved ones that have passed that kind of need some closure. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't even charge for my readings at the moment because it's all about helping people. I would feel kind of weird about doing that. I may in the future just because it is a lot of time and energy, but right yeah. now I want to get that experience in there and I want people to understand that, you know, it's all about helping people. It's not about money. And, and that's how it is for me. So... As far as the team goes, um, we are all evidence-based. We rely mm-hmm. on audio and video as our number one evidence. Like facts. Exactly. Like, I won't know anything about a location going in. I kind of, we have a group that we communicate in on Facebook, and I take a step back if we have an investigation coming up just because I don't want to know anything. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll even shut down notifications, and if anyone needs to talk to me directly, they'll tag me in something because I want to know nothing. I want to be in totally blind going into whatever location we're going into. And do they ever like put you? Wait, have you done? Have you have you done this before? Uh, yes. Like going in totally blind all the time. That's do they what ever I do. do they ever like 
take you to a place that they know isn't haunted or anything and like try to see if you like I've had tests before with my mentor that okay. she's like, do you see that? And I'm like, no. She's like, good, that was a test. Okay. <laughs> Make sure you're, that you're not like Just being faking on. it. Yeah, you know? exactly. Because there are people. you can't people, trust anyone these days. Right. And there are people in this field that will literally bullshit you. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to do that. Like, that's not what I'm here for. Right. From what I've heard from like, you know, like the big talk show mediums or whatnot is that they just are like really good at reading people's energy and like you know, maybe doing some research into their past or like saying like this, uh, someone with this letter is popping up to me, you know, like a yeah, bunch of bullshit that you can fake. Like the whole thing about me is like, let's be real. I can't stand. I've seen certain mediums that claim to be mediums that say, oh, someone died of a heart, you know, heart attack. Right. The let's, most common way to let's die. Let's be real. Exactly. <laughs> it's literally the number one like congestive heart failure mm-hmm. or anything like that. It's the number one thing that people die from right. in the world. So And you relate gonna... to it if you're going through some trauma. Exactly. And I'm not here to pick on people's, you know, emotions and cold read you. Mm-hmm. A lot of times, like honestly, one of the best mediums that I've met looks in the corner and doesn't even look at people for okay. that reason because... That's, that sounds slightly lonely. Poetically lonely. Maybe, but I, I respect her because instead of looking at her client, she knows that if she looks at her client, she's going to be accused of reading them. Yeah. Body language wise. If she's looking in the corner, she can't see anything over right. here. Just wear a, like, wear a blinder mask. Exactly. And that's me. That's literally what I do is I go in blind. Like I'll walk through the house first or last my team will go in, they'll do their in- interviews, they'll talk about everything that's going on, and I'll be outside or in the car or whatever, and then I'll do my walkthrough, and I want to know nothing, and I want mm-hmm. to be able to corroborate what I get. You know, I'll have them yeah. cover up pictures or whatever, because I don't want to see anything, and okay. I want to go based on my feelings. So that's that's basically what I do, and that's the coolest thing, is to be able to help somebody with that. So um, uh, before I get into asking you the standard questions that we're all wondering... Um, uh, actually, let's just dive right into it. How do you, like, how did you get into whatever you're doing? So. Which is, uh, how, um, uh, what you're doing, how do you categorize it? Like. I would call it, I would just say a paranormal investigator with extra abilities, I guess. So your first, let's, let's start at the beginning. Your first, uh. Experience. Yes. Haunting experience or whatnot. Okay. I was actually. I'm a rookie in this. I don't. No, I don't. I don't okay. know shit about this. So. It's all good. <laughs> I'm. I was five years old. Okay. And I was at my grandmother's house, who also has, um, I guess abilities is what you'd call them, and I. I swear I get it from her. Mm-hmm. Um, but. She and was, what are these abilities? I'm sorry. I'm gonna. No, keep, I'm gonna keep okay. cutting you off. That's okay. Um, I see, feel, and hear spirit. You can see spirits. Yes, I have. Um, it started when I was really young, right around four or five years old. Mm-hmm. As long as I can remember, I've experienced things from things that I can't explain. Um, I saw my grandmother when I was five years old after the day of her funeral. After she, is, she at, had been deceased? She had been deceased. She had passed. And I had seen her come into my room. And the weirdest thing was... She didn't say anything. She just kind of smiled. And then my mother actually had a dream about her the same exact night because I had told her that I had saw grandma. And she said, oh, no, you know, it's just your imagination. And then as I started talking 
more about it, she told me that she had actually had a dream about her. And it's it's totally not um, far from the realm of things to mm-hmm. say that loved ones visit you in your dreams, right? Mm-hmm. After passing. So that was my first experience as far as I can remember. Um, after that, it was just more and more and more. And my grandmother that was still living and is still living we had very many experiences together and I swear it's because like spirit can pick up on our energies and just knows that we can hear and see them yeah, and feel them. So they come to us to get their stories told. But, um, she's had experiences her whole life. I've had experiences my whole life. And now what really made me get into it, I kind of ignored it after getting made fun of in school because of it because i didn't know at a young age that ghosts were ghosts or spirits were spirits i thought they were just regular people mm-hmm. i didn't realize so you like you couldn't distinguish between the living and the right for me it's not stimulus or whatever that word is yes it's not it's not like for me i don't see them like in the movies they're not all like decrepit and just decaying it's literally mm-hmm. they just come to me how they want to come to me and sometimes I can see or they'll tell me how they feel or how they felt when they passed. You know, if they did have a heart attack, sometimes I'll feel the pain in my chest or in my arm. And I know I'm not having a heart attack. So obviously it's coming from, from them. Mm-hmm. Um, or if they got shot in the head, I'll feel the pain. It's not always fun and games. A lot of people think it is, but it's not. And so for me growing up, I tried to turn it off and I ignored it for as long as I could until... This actual year, 2019, when my four-year-old son started seeing things right around the same oh, age so that you I on did, the gene. I did, and I, I wouldn't say it's necessarily a gene. I do believe that everyone could experience it if they were open enough to it, and a lot of it has to do with you know what I like to call vibrational energy, and and I feel like some people are more susceptible to having higher vibrational energy. You know, this entire podcast might just be diving into this, so I'm. Uh... We're going we're gonna to break this down step by step. Yeah. What is vibrational energy? So vibrational energy, from my understanding, what I've experienced is every living thing for sure, and even some non-living things, has a frequency. You mm-hmm. know, um, you eat certain things, it'll either lower your frequency or, or, or heighten your frequency. What do you mean by that? Like, like <laughs> unfortunately for me, because I do love meat. Um, oh, Gross. I'm sorry. It's okay. Um, You're eating dead things. I know. But well, you, you kind of are consumed by dead things. It's true. It's <laughs> it's part of my life. But <laughs> uh, back in March, I decided to take a more vegetarian, vegan approach. So I focus on that as best as I can. I'm not going to lie. I slip up here and there. But the best thing you can do for your raising your vibrational energy is eating clean and that means eating vegan mm-hmm. and what you put in your body is what you're going to put out right and so in in my world the vibrational frequency the higher it is the higher you can speak with spirit so like you're saying vegans are better at speaking with spirits yes if they have the gift i'm not i'm not super vegan like i'm i i i was vegan for like three months but i just started eating like a lot of cheese. But mm. I don't drink milk. It's just, just it's just that goddamn cheese. Yes, the cheese is the number one thing for me. Like I just can't give it up. And anything I'm not, else is easy. Yeah, I mean I like eggs because mm-hmm. they're very high in protein. So I guess I'm more of a, what's it called lacto ovo. 
Ooh, I've never heard that word. You've actually. never heard of a lacto ovo? Lacto ovo. So I do. Sounds like a consume, podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Consume. Um, I do consume milk or dairy products, as in mm-hmm. cheese, and I do like eggs. Okay. Um, do you drink like cow milk? Uh, well, my whole family, aside from me, is lactose intolerant, so we do like lactate. Okay. If anything, and I only use it in my cereal. Yeah. So I don't just like down. Yeah, I haven't eaten cereal in so long because I stopped drinking milk and i don't even like like the nut milk really yeah i no, can't really can't really I, I like like it for like cooking like but I'm use coconut milk to like cook into like some yeah stuff, but i'm all about the cashew milk okay there's some really good cashew milk I know, nut cream. milk I think maybe it's because it's called nut milk i know <laughs> i know i, I can like, imagine how it somebody sounds, it sounds like oh what of the male gender might be yeah. You know, kind of freaked out. I mean, by and that. I'm like the most feminine of of the male gender, <laughs> but still, nut milk and it just tastes nutty, you know? Yeah. I mean, I guess if you don't like nuts, then it might and be I, an issue. I was never a big cereal eater when I was younger, and I feel like that's what everyone gets on milk for. Dude, I remember totally off on a separate thing, but I remember eating cereal with like Mountain Dew as a kid. Cereal with Mountain Dew is the milk? Yeah. Ew. What? I know. It sounds disgusting. <laughs> what kind of cereal do you eat with Mountain Dew? Fruity Pebbles. Oh my God. Gross. That I know. sounds so terrible. I, it's, it's so weird. I remember the weirdest things about my childhood, but that's one thing. <laughs> we were out of milk and all we had, my mom was a huge Mountain Dew drinker. She still is. Mountain Dew and Pepsi. <laughs> I mean, I make my, I make my, that's what my business runs off of is Mountain Dew. I sling the <laughs> fuck out of that. But like, no, I will not drink that unless it's. Baja Blast from Taco Bell, because you know Taco Bell. See, but, uh, here's a fun thing, though. I didn't develop my caffeine allergy until I was older. Unfortunately, I'm allergic to caffeine. Yeah, well, maybe that was part of the reason because Probably. you're eating cereal with Mountain Dew I as the do milk. Not, <laughs> I do not discredit you on that. I, Jessica! I know. It's so bad. I've never heard that in my life. I've heard of people eating cereal with orange juice, which I can kind of get, because that's kind of a breakfast food or a breakfast drink, but Mountain Dew. I know. I know. It's horrible. It's horrible. It was tasty, though. I'm not going to lie. I, I bet. The amount of sugar you were consuming. I, I did know. Not be, especially as a child. Yeah. But. That sounds like a challenge for the podcast. Yes. Let's do a Mountain Dew Fruity Pebbles cereal challenge. Oh, God. I couldn't do you would, it. You would I would love die. It. You would I, die. I would die physically because oh, I'm allergic now. All right, let's get into this caffeine thing for a second. We're gonna we're gonna bounce back and forth in this podcast because I don't really care about. I'm the other sorry. Uh, <laughs> it's okay. Um, when did you get allergic to caffeine? I found out that I was allergic the hard way. Um, what I does was, that mean? <laughs> I went to Starbucks with my back in the day when I was super religious to my church group. Um, we went to this field trip i guess to the starbucks and i got a frappuccino and i was like what 14 at the time and it was horrible <laughs> because i was sick for two days after Would you that. like break out in hives and like puke and stuff yeah not the hives but like basically what happens because i've done multiple tests unfortunately for my body i've done ingesting caffeine via drinks food um pills you know excedrin Mm. migraine has caffeine in it and i used to get migraines yeah it has caffeine in it about the amount of a coffee in a cup one cup of coffee and then um i had makeup that i used to work at macy's in the cosmetics department and there was mascara by origins and it's got caffeine in it why would 
It's supposed to help with capillaries. Oh, like, I doubt it. I bet you it's because caffeine is technically an addictive substance, and they probably wanted you to. Have I would to use not. It. I would not be surprised if that was late the stage. Reason. Late stage capitalism, baby. That's, yes, that's exactly what it is. Yes. So I used. I had to use whatever counter I was working at when I worked at Macy's. I had to use their products, their mm. makeup and stuff. So I had to use their only mascara line, which was ginseng, um, and. It had mascara in it, and my eyes swelled shut. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, caffeine, mascara. Caffeine just fucks you. It does. It basically makes everything swell up. <laughs> so if I ingest it, my intestines swell up. It's, like, disturbing. And I'm sick for days. So That's terrible. That is well, why. Well, this beer is highly caffeinated. Um, oh, great. So. <laughs> well, I'm going to have to make a bathroom run eventually here. <laughs> but, no, I... Uh, I actually really like this beer. Where'd yeah. you find this? Um, I found it at the Wine Barrel in uh, Livonia. Okay. I might have to make a beer run after this. Uh, well, yeah. Do it. <laughs> it's good. Um, <laughs> it's expensive, so I would uh, I would advise not to. Well, And actually, I, mean, I think I bought the last two four-packs of these. <laughs> well, damn. <laughs> well, good thing there's two extras there are, on top of we, the six. We have, t- we have two extras if we want to drink them after, when we're, when we're singing Shallow. Okay, yes. <laughs> I'm so excited for that. So, All right, back to ghost shit. Yes, ghost shit. Um, so what do you want to know? Okay, so you were four years old, right, when you got your first experience. Yes. Um. They did they follow you throughout your adolescence? Unfortunately, yes. Why unfortunately? Um, because I was young, I was scared, and I didn't know what I was dealing with. Mm-hmm. And movies, movies, yes. horror movies, horror movies are still my thing, and they were my thing, but they still scared the crap out of me. What's your favorite horror movie? Ooh, well, I love The Lost Boys. I haven't seen it, but I've heard of it. <gasps> that is blasphemy. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. I am a huge vampire fan. I love vampire films, shows. Oh, I've seen the all the above. Twilights. Oh, I'm sorry. Do you, wait, do you believe in vampires? I do believe in vampires as in people that consume human blood. Rich people. Sure. Yeah. yeah. I've, I've, I've heard of this, that rich people now are like taking like, young people's blood and inject them into them so they can live longer that's so and it dangerous. might be working <laughs> it might work i don't know but i just feel like that's really dangerous um there's also a whole realm of what they call psychic vampires okay <laughs> and they don't ingest blood but they do steal your energy so do you ever have those certain people that you're around and you just feel fucking exhausted after you are around them no, but I'm afraid that I might be one of those people. <gasps> Did you get that vibe? You're a medium. Did you no. get that vibe from me? No. I I don't know. I don't I don't think I know anyone that I feel exhausted after being around. But I am a person who like just straight up loves being around everybody and super high energy naturally. That's fine. High energy is one thing, but I'm talking about the people that literally it feels like they're stealing your energy or your essence of being. Where you're just like, man, I can only be around them for so long. Oh, gosh, no, I'm just too friendly. Well, you're lucky because I've had plenty <laughs> of those people in my life and they suck. I always tell people that I have like reverse depression. We're like, you're like, manic. 
Maybe. I don't know. Like, but you people are depressed, like, because depression is basically like being sad for, like, it boils down to being sad for, like, maybe no reason. Like, you don't have a reason to be sad. And I'm just happy for no reason all the time. Even when shit's going bad, I'm just fucking happy. I mean, I guess between being manic, which is basically what you're describing, mm-hmm. or being depressed, I'd rather be manic. Yeah, then it might be and manic. And I'd rather be around somebody that's manic than depressed. I'm a straight up Slytherin, so. That's great. That's great. I I will get along great. There we go. So, yeah, I mean, basically, there's vampires out there for sure. Um, like real vampires or vampires that steal your spirit, not like straight up like gonna bite your neck and drink your blood. I mean, there is a with whole... like sharp teeth. Okay, we could. We... What road do we want to go down? Because we could go down the Let's super- go down wherever. This is a split six podcast. We're just going to drink three beers and talk about whatever the fuck we want. Okay, cool. So there's a whole world of sanguinism, which is blood what, what drink- is that? Blood drinking. Okay. Blood have, you ever, have you ever drank blood? I have. Ew. My own. <laughs> oh, well, that's okay. But I've drank my own blood, too. Like, some- I get a cut, I yeah, suck it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but not somebody else's. But there are people in the, um, let's say, kink world. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, that are all about that. Mm. And I know personally some of those people. Do I call them vampires? No. Do they wish they were vampires? Probably. I mean, we all wish we were vampires. Live forever. Actually, I don't know. I don't know. I kind of want to see what's on the other side, but. Yeah. I mean, they still can. They still can die, though. That's not a kink that I. I. I mean, I. I don't know if I could get into that kind of kink where I'm like drinking other people's blood. That yeah. sounds. It's not safe. It sounds anti-vegan, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it kind of sounds like cannibalism in a way. Yeah. Dude, you ever listen? Do you listen to any podcasts? Yeah. Um, what's your favorite? There's uh, obviously Realms of the Supernatural is a really good one. That obviously. I like. They're from the UK. <laughs> one That's, that I've never heard of. And then there's the Touch of Flavor, which is for people that are into the kink world and polyamory. Okay. Those I was going to say favorites. that one sounds sexy, but like, okay, well, it is. <laughs> it is. It's all about. Uh, See, I'm new to all that shit. Never been polyamorous. Uh, uh, the, the closest thing to kink I've got is I did buy a, uh, like a rope like a year ago (laughs) and it has changed my life but (laughs) but other than that uh yeah pretty vanilla oh i'm sorry maybe one i'm learning yeah you know there's nothing wrong with that i mean everyone has their things that they enjoy doing or don't enjoy doing i did i I did cut a girl's shirt off with a knife before that was pretty hot i can imagine did you record it no (laughs) dang it no i'm just kidding i've never sent um uh any kind of a nude photo. I never really received any either. I may have, but I was dating the person at the time. Oh, good for you. Yes. That's the only time I would ever. I wouldn't just like send it to some rando. Yeah, dude. I don't know how, like, I'm sure like, well, actually, I think Facebook dating is doesn't let you send photos, but Mm-mm. if it did, I'm sure you'd be getting constant. <laughs> you know? Probably. I wouldn't. I mean, maybe. Have you met up with anybody from Facebook dating besides you're, me? You're the first. Ah, welcome to the Split Six <laughs> Podcast, <laughs> the podcast where I interview people I met on Facebook dating. <laughs> hey, you could start a whole new revolution. Yeah, well, I, that's my goal. I, 
I uh, envy myself as a cult leader. leader. I, <laughs> I do have a tattoo on my arm that signifies my friendship from my friend group. That's awesome. We're called the Love Circle, and we love each other. I have a lot of tattoos. I can see that. <laughs> this whole arm's dedicated to paranormal. Nice. But, uh, but yes, back to paranormal, speaking of, if we want to continue on that road. Um, no, we're going back to the Detroit Lions. All right. I'm, I'm just kidding. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> so, basically, what I do is I go into residentials, which are people's houses that feel that they have some type of spook or specter. Mm-hmm. Um, and I try to help them out. And sometimes we have people that are just actually not sane that want, Uh, that want something in their house. Sometimes we have people that want the attention. October is a really bad month for the paranormal, um, investigators that are not on TV mm -hmm. because that's when people are like, oh, my house is haunted. I want right. to have somebody come in. Because everyone's scared all the time because they've been watching a bunch of scary movies. Right. Exactly. Or they just want the attention and I've wasted some time. But I, I don't want to say I've wasted time because I've... Sorry, Stella's grunting in the background. <laughs> she just wants to be pet, but ignore her. Um, she's going to growl again. All right, fine. Pet her. I'll pet her. I like puppies. Yeah, well, she's an old lady. Well, ladies are cool. Yeah. All right. So <laughs> I, uh, I've i dealt with some people that don't have any haunts in their homes. Mm-hmm. and They probably don't want to hear that. They don't. Um, I've actually gotten threatened. By, like what kind of threatened? Like I had a coven message me, a leader of a witch coven. Isn't like a Wiccan like thing? Yes. Like I'm doing air quotes. You can't see me, but I'm doing air quotes right now. <laughs> Um, and they said, why in goddess's nature would you decide to come into this home and, and convene with the spirits there? And I was like, well, if we went to someone's house, we had every right to be there given, you know, permission. And we didn't try to make things worse. If we did go there, Mm. we were trying to make things better and there was nothing there. Yeah. So, but we don't take lightly to being threatened. What do you mean by that? Like, that's what I told them. I was like, do you want to keep continue this? Because we can just go for harassment charges at that point. Oh, interesting. Yeah, because they were like, (laughs) we're going to put spells on you and hexes. Oh, do you believe in that? uh, I do believe that what you put out into the universe, you might get back. Mm -hmm. Um, So why would you be afraid of... um, uh... I wasn't. Spells that mm. are coming from not a place of like love or whatnot. I wasn't, but I still don't want to be threatened. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not cool. Hi, puppy. Uh, Stella is straight up, straight up into Jessica right now. I'm okay with this. <laughs> um, but yeah, we've had some pretty interesting cases. But every interesting case we've had, we've had three heartwarming cases. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm in it for, you know? taking the time to help people get through the hard times and closure. Got you. So, so what do you think, like, 
I don't know. It's hard for me to ask a bunch of questions for something I don't know anything about. I guess that should be easy for me to ask questions. But like, um, uh, so religious beliefs. Let's get down to this. My personal. Yeah. Um. Well, my personal belief. I'm a spiritualist, and mm-hmm. spiritualism started God years ago. Um, they don't. I don't want to say they don't really follow the Christian beliefs in terms of Jesus. There are spiritualists that do believe in Jesus, but they also believe that you can communicate with spirit. Mm -hmm. So spiritualism is all about being able to communicate with spirit. Um, Mediums, if you're a medium, then you're probably a spiritualist. Um, Then you're a medium. Correct. So I'm a spiritualist. Um, I don't discredit anybody that believes in any other religion. I'll say that right now. Um, Whatever you want to believe, that's on you. But at the same time, I truly believe in more of like a Buddhist line of thinking, I guess. Okay. I believe in reincarnation. Same. I believe that there are realms in terms of three-dimensional, four-dimensional, fifth-dimensional. I personally believe that where we are right now is three-dimensional. Everything about three-dimensional is duality. Are we like four-dimensional if we... If you incorporate time, right? Isn't that make it so four dimensional? Fourth dimensional is the time realm or dream realm. That is what I like to say to make it easier to explain. Um, but like, don't don't we exist in a three dimensional world that is governed by time, right? Yeah. So I guess we kind of be fourth dimensional, but three dimensional is all about duality, right versus wrong, white versus black, mm-hmm. in terms of color, yin versus yang, and then there's like I said, fourth dimensional. Um, dream world you know uh time and then there's fifth dimensional which would be your spirit realm and there's no time there none at all they don't they don't that's why people are always like well if you believe in reincarnation how come my grandmother could come and talk to you right now if she's already reincarnated somewhere else in time Mm -hmm. well because they don't have time there so they can come and visit yeah, me here. Yeah, think Dr. Manhattan and The Watchmen. Yes, exactly. So they have, um, they can come and talk to me and still be reincarnated because their mm. spirit is their spirit. Yeah, and our human brains are like on the like precipice of understanding what Fear that means. Fear number two, entertainment. It's okay if you don't drink them as fast as, fast as I do. Okay. <laughs> You've yes. been talking way more than I have. Yeah, so. I'm, I'm a... A slow drinker when it comes to beer. Tequila, on the other hand, we're we, great friends. We did do a shout out to tequila before uh, we started this. We did one. to calm the nerves because this is my first podcast ever. It's our first podcast. Everyone, give her a break. We can hear you shouting in the background. Yes. So that is my, I guess, religion. Mm-hmm. I don't believe in like a god or a goddess. I believe in the universe. Oh, I think we have very similar beliefs then, because awesome. like, I'm. I feel like I'm spirit very spiritual but also super atheist like i don't think there is a god or a goddess or any any kind of thing because to me if you believe in that way then like i guess i believe in time Mm -hmm. more than i should but like you know if there's a god what created that god and then what created what created that god and it's just this big it's this big giant circle and I kind of feel like things just exist because it'd be super boring if they didn't exist. Yeah, I mean... Like, rules are made based off mathematics and and uh, physics, but they're all subject of whatever universe we live in. Like, that's uh, just, like, this laws of physics and math that work in this dimension and 
we could go on a tangent right now. Well, I could. All right. Well, let's do it. So. Um, uh, all right. So entertainment. Uh, the Watchmen. Watch that show. Fucking amazing. Um, I mentioned V Wars, which is a new show. What on is Netflix. that? It's on a new show on Netflix. It has um, Ian Somerhalder is the director. And he's the, a director. He's the director. And the the guy from Lost. Yeah. Boone. Is he on Lost? And Vampire Diaries, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So he's Damon in Vampire Diaries. Here's a funny thing. So, side note. Boone and Lost. Everyone watched Lost. Yes. More than Vampire Diaries. Yeah. <laughs> if you like the whole sappy vampire love story, watch Vampire Diaries, and then watch the originals, mm-hmm. or do that one first. If you like me, know. watch Lost. Four, eight, fifteen, sixteen, twenty-three, forty-two. <laughs> so uh ian somerhalder plays a doctor and it's not your traditional vampire love story it's very different in that they view vampirism as a infection okay a disease that is spread via the air and i won't give any spoilers in case somebody wants to watch it because i was like how the hell is this thing spread only certain people turn into vampires it's gotta not. be some genetic it is, but I'm not going to tell you exactly what. So, it's a very good show. I watched it in two days. Um, Wait, you're talking about Vampire Diaries or you're talking about the new show? V-Wars. Okay. Yeah. No, Vampire Diaries is like 10 seasons or some shit like that. I was going to say, how did you watch that in two days? Yeah, no. I'm not that So, cool. wait. Ian is another vampire in another show? Not a vampire. He's not, a doctor. He's a doctor. He's a human doctor. Oh, but the and cat... The, oh, man. I hope that guy doesn't get typecast. He's so... He's so fucking hot, and he's just like... He's so hot. Oh right? Oh, my God. He was the hottest guy in Lost. He was only in the first season, and I never never forgot about him. And he's the hottest guy in Vampire Diaries, too. <laughs> and Who do you think the hottest uh, celebrity is? Well, it goes between him and Jensen Ackles. Who's Jensen Ackles? Have you That's seen a terribly show? unhot name. It is, but <laughs> have you seen Supernatural? No. Okay, so he's Dean. But I did once uh, talk to a girl who had a Supernatural tattoo. I, I'm supposed to get one on my arm, but that's a whole other story. Um, so Dean and... Okay, so there's Jensen Ackles and Jared Padalecki, and they're the stars of Supernatural, and they just finished their last season, season 15, and they're done. The show's done. And mm. I'm going to cry when I watch it. But it's, it's my favorite <laughs> show, and they're my favorite team, I guess. They're, they play brothers, and they're Sam and Dean, and so... I've always been a Dean girl personally. I like the bad boy type. <laughs> um, and that is totally him. And I also love Damon from Vampire Diaries, a.k.a. Ian Somerhalder, because he's yeah. the bad boy type, but he still has a heart. Boone um, from Lost, if it, all you Lost heads out there. Yes. So the new show is definitely, I recommend it. It's not your, like I said, it's not your it's typical. The V Wars? The V Wars. Yeah, it's on Netflix. It's a Netflix original and the funny thing is, is not a lot of people know this, but Ian Somerhalder, speaking of Twilight, is married to Nikki Reed, who is Rosalie from Twilight. Okay, who's Rosalie? I'm, I watch I watched the Twilight movies, but I mean, I don't know. I watched them all, each once. So it was not that, and I was very unimpressed. Yes, yeah, same here. I read the books just to read them, and then watch the movies. And the first one was like the worst. I'm sorry for all you Twilight fans out of there, but. My friend Kurt has uh, read one book in his life, and it was Twilight, and I think that's just a hilarious fact about oh, him. Oh, that's so sad. <laughs> I'm sorry for your friend. Shout out um, to Kurt. Hell yeah. Love you, brother. Apparently, <laughs> this could be wrong. Don't quote me on it. But from what I've heard, um, 
Fifty Shades of Grey mm-hmm. was yes, I've heard this too. Yes, it was written based off of a fan fiction, right? Fan fiction based off of Twilight. Yeah, I've heard that too. <laughs> Which, okay, cool. I'm telling you, those vampires were raping those people. Come on, come on now. So basically, <laughs> uh, Nikki Reed was, you know, the the hot blonde sister, not the short haired sister in Twilight. The vampire girl. Mm-hmm. You know, there's Edward. I know Edward. And then obviously. They're, the new Batman. Yeah. Oh, God. Don't get me started. Nikki Reed. I'm just going to look her up. Yeah. She, she's she's not a, unattractive. But she also plays. She's in a movie. I'd hope she's not. So she. Sorry if that sounded offensive. No. She uh, she plays Ian Somerhalder's ex-wife in The V-Wars. They're in, uh, they're in like the, the first picture that I pull up. Actually, they're in a lot of pictures together. Mm-hmm. Ah, maybe Alexa is listening to us. They're married. I don't re- I don't recognize her, though. She was a lot blonder in in the, the Twilight films. A lot more blonde. Well, yeah, Nikki Reed. Yeah. Everybody. <laughs> so, anyways, they're actually in this show together. She plays his ex-wife. Oh. But they're married in real life. Interesting. Yes. So all the the connections between Twilight and Vampire Diaries, and then get this, his name is Doctor Swan, which is Bella Swan from Twilight's oh. last name with an extra N, so S W A N N. So I'm just like, wow. Do you not have any other material that you can work with? <laughs> like, some come on get now. Come on. I guess, but he's the director, and this is oh. based off of a comic series. Oh, okay. The show is based off the of comics. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess the writer itself, maybe they were a Twilight Vampire Diaries fan. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But he picked it up. Ian Somerhalder picked it up and directed it and acts in it. So. Yeah, dude. He is like, he, he he's honestly one of like the hottest people I've ever seen Like in terms of like shows I've watched and whatnot. Like, yes. Lost. I, I remember would... him like, because mm. I was like, what was I fucking like? 12 or something when that show came out and i was like now that guy's attractive yeah it's good that you as a as a male that mm. you can accept that and, and especially as about as, that. as a straight male you yeah know, like, i just fucking know what's uh I, you, hey you know, if i see we all, hot, we all know what's hot like yeah if i see a hot chick i'm gonna your... be like damn that girl's got a nice ass or damn that girl's hot as hell i'd do her right? you know <laughs> there you go i'm okay with that and I'm okay with guys doing the same. Like, why you gotta be all machismo? Like, who do you think the ugh. hottest girl is? I guess we're going with celebrities. Not you can't just say a personal friend. No, I can't. Oh God. Do, 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 Olivia Munn's pretty hot. Okay, she was dating to Aaron Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, which who, is um, he looks just. He's like a Green Bay Packer, and looks- as a sports fan, I can't accept that. Next. Yeah. He looks just like my ex, too. Aaron Rodgers? Yes. Gross. Yeah, I know. What were you thinking? I know. I didn't know, though. Did he have cheese on his head? No. Well. Anyways, (laughs) Olivia Munn's attractive. Um, What the hell's her name? The girl from... Dude. The car... The car... (laughs) God. This is where the alcohol kicks in. Um... (laughs) Transformers. Megan Fox? Yes. Megan Fox is going to be my second one. Yeah? 
The first one is obviously Emma Watson because oh, she's adorable. More than like, she, not that she's the hottest girl in the world, she's just the number one person I would marry. Yeah, she's smart. Yeah, she seems like it. And, and you know, isn't she Patricia an animal Stokales. activist too? Yep. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. pretty cool. Uh, she's a super feminist. Yeah, you know, that's another one too. She's just like fucking super liberal, and that gets me off. You know, <laughs> I would say politics wise, I'm in the middle of the road. I can see sides from both sides, but can't wait to get to that segment. Oh yeah, because I'm if we ever get there, goddamn liberal. (laughs) If we ever get there, but I don't like to offend people either. At the same time, oh, I don't care if I offend people as long as I'm right. But I do have this god complex inside. Yeah, I mean, as long as you admit it. So yeah, I do. (laughs) Um, but yeah, I definitely like Olivia Munn and Megan Fox. What about what about males? Oh. Ian Somerhalder, Jensen Ackles, Jared Padalecki. Uh, at Jared one, Padalecki? What what show is he from? He's the one from Supernatural. Okay. And he's also was in Gilmore Girls. Gilmore Girls. That's where I know my he, friends talk about him. He played Dean in Gilmore is Girls. Is Dean the, the guy that dates uh, Lorelai Sr.? Or Lorelai Jr.? Rory, Rory. Isn't her name Rory? Yeah, but I think her actual name is Lorelai, and I always call her Lorelai Jr. because... Like, come on. Her mom's name is Lorelai, too. Oh, okay. Fine. Yeah. Lorelai Jr. Yeah. I just think it's funny that he played Dean in his younger years and then started Supernatural, and now he plays Sam and his brother's name's Dean. Oh, interesting. I'm one of those weirdos that, like, makes connections between things yeah. like that. Like, I just watched a show called... What the hell is that show called? Daybreak? And there's a girl on there named Sam Dean. <laughs> Like Samantha, or no, it wasn't Samantha. It was Samora. Samora Dean. Samora Dean. And Sam and Dean are the two characters from Supernatural. I'm like, (laughs) those writers must be Supernatural fans. But I make those weird connections like that. That's just how my brain works. And that's that's, uh, totally respectable. I I make connections between like, you know, because my favorite show, my first favorite show was Lost. Okay. Written by Damon Lindelof. Mm-hmm. Um, the the show that I think the best of all time is is called The Leftovers, written by Damon Lindelof. Okay. The new show that I'm obsessed with, Watchmen, written by Damon Lindelof. Do you watch Watchmen? I do not, but I'm going to because I was looking at it before I came here since it was in the notes, and I liked the movie a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, that came out years ago, and I'm all about comics, baby. I Dude, fucking watch love comics. This. Did you read? Did you ever read the comic? No. Me neither, but um, uh, I like read up on Wikipedia like the lore of it, and this show, anything Damon Lindelof touches like turns to gold. Like it's fucking great, especially if you're into like fantasy sci-fi shit. Yeah, which I am like totally That's my into. shit. Like you, like we talked a little bit before. Like you're into Game of Thrones, right? Oh yeah. How'd you feel about the final season? Terrible garbage, right? Yeah. They rush through things, mm-hmm. and I would have much rather had more episodes, and I was like, you cannot fucking kill off Daenerys. Like, what? Well, yeah, you had to, but you should have done it I in, like, a it fucking coming. better way. Like, yeah, not, yeah. <laughs> not a super obvious way. Yeah, I saw it coming. I saw Brant... Can I talk about that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's been a while. Okay, I, I, I've right. spoiled the shit out of this okay, on my cool. podcast. <laughs> all right, I just want to make sure. So... I saw Bran coming as being the king. Did it, you read the books? I didn't. Okay. It's on my list. His uh, chapter is 
like so the books like go through chapters like the, the chapters names are like the characters names and yeah. he is the very first chapter okay so it make it kind of like i know that how that's gonna end with yeah that. but didn't the season like the show go ahead of what the writer was writing oh yeah he's still got two more books to release i bet he's <laughs> fucking pissed man dude i i'm pissed like i read all those books in one year in the year 2013 the last book came out in 2011 he's got two more to write and it's been fucking what eight years since he's written a book I'm a yeah. Baratheon. I painted that because I like the Baratheons. I don't know. I just I have a uh, I have two younger brothers, so I identify with Robert Baratheon. Mm-hmm. And you know, ours is the Fury baby. Right. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just I was I was very disappointed. I saw it coming, but I was still disappointed. You know, it's like when you yeah when you meet a celebrity and you're like, oh, I bet that guy's a dick, and you meet them and they're still a dick. Mm-hmm. And you saw it coming, right? And you're like, oh, I'm I still wish disappointed, I disappointed though. I wish I was. Why wrong. do I give him the benefit of the doubt? You right? Know? Or yeah. them the benefit of the doubt? Right. So, <laughs> I don't know. I I uh, I'm all about sci-fi. Like one of my favorite shows back in the day was um, the Cylon Show. What was it called? The Cylon Show. Yeah. The uh, Battlestar Galactica. Oh, okay. The, the the newer version, not the old ass version, but the newer version. Bears beats Battlestar Galactica. Yeah. So I I love that show. <laughs> Never and seen it. It's it's a good one. It's a good one if you like the sci fi realm, and I like the ending. Spoiler alert! If you haven't watched it, can I tell you? Yeah, I don't care. I'm probably so, not gonna watch. I can't watch. I can't watch stuff that isn't up to date with like movie mechanics and like. It's not that bad. You don't think so? No, not at all. It's not that bad. Um, like I've watched a few old Star Treks, and I just can't watch those. No, no, no. This is this is better, way better okay. than Star Trek. I recommend or, it. You watch Doctor Who? I do. I watched the first episode of that. Because all my friends told me to watch it, and I, was, I just couldn't get past it. it right. Was just so ridiculous. That was my thought too. Sorry, Doctor Who fans. <laughs> I can appreciate it, um, but you know, whatever. But uh, Battlestar Galactica, the ending ends, spoiler alert, if you don't want to know, stop listening, but then continue afterwards. Skip ahead 30 seconds. Yes. Uh, they are the original Earth, Earth beings. Mm. So they're all from all these different planets, and then they end up, the end of the, the last season, the very last episode, they end up on Earth. So the original Earth yeah, beings. Yeah, they're like Adam and Eve. They're like, yeah, they're like ancient aliens basically Hmm. and and so that's how earth became populated which i found very interesting Um, yeah i like that kind of shit like um you were you were into like the alien saga yeah like (laughs) and i'm bringing it back to damon lindelof again but you ever seen the movie prometheus no but it's on my list but all right well i'm gonna spoil this for you that has nothing to do with the movie but the very end of the movie like they have like this god character kind of looks like dr manhattan from watchmen just comes and like creates life on earth and it's like a sequel and a prequel at the same time i like all this time bendy shit like going back in time and going forward in time and like you know that's what was great about Lost. it's like everything takes place on this island and then you're flashing back to their old history so like make them know what they are yeah and i don't know you have to be smart to watch shows like that Thank you. Oh, my God. Yes, I am yes, smart. Yes, you are. I can already tell. I can feel it. I can feel the vibe. Uh, as a medium, yes. I, it's, I it's believe my job. you. Yeah. So that, that, that whole, like, aspect back and forth, too, I've also seen and I loved. It was, like, 
exquisite. It's the only way I can describe it in the Netflix original series, The Haunting of Hill House. I was going to ask. I was literally just about to bring this up. Yes. So, I mean. Yes, I've seen it. I'm, I'm a medium. That's, that's what I do. I Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. So did you like did you like the show? Oh my god, yes. I'm so excited. I they're they're gonna be as a new American horror story. Um and, and yeah. I predict they're gonna be better. I mean Hill House was better than anything I've seen from I've only seen like the first uh three and a half seasons of uh horror story because I stopped watching a freak show because I don't know, something about that creeps me out. Uh, which I know is offensive and in and, and terrible of me, but I just I don't know. I I, I I just I got really cringeworthy of it. Some people can't watch Impractical Jokers, which is my fucking favorite show. Oh yeah. My my good friend, he is telling me about that. I haven't watched it yet. It's on my Impractical on my Jokers? List. I have a list, okay? I don't have cable. <laughs> I have Chromecast, so I have to stream things. I understand. <laughs> um, but yeah. I I have a big list of things that are on my list to watch. Haunting of Hill House. Yes, yeah, so that just the the cinematics of it mm-hmm. alone, the dark dinginess and I just started watching it again mm. cuz you know they they leave the little like breadcrumbs if right. you've already watched it, it's like an M. Night, Sh- M. Night Shyamalan, Shyamalan, <laughs> however you say his name. I think it's Shyamalan. Shyamalan film. <laughs> so, Shyamalan Ding Dong. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, I love, 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 love his films. And then just the breadcrumbs he leaves behind. And I feel like Haunting of Hill House is very similar when you watch it the second time. And I watched the whole thing in like, once again, two days. I just took two days and just, I couldn't put it down. You're all about that binge in life. Yes, I couldn't put it down. I don't sleep. And mm-hmm. if I do sleep, it's like... What do you mean for, you don't sleep? I don't sleep at night. I should say that. I, I'm I'm on a bar schedule. So okay. on the weekends when I sing, I'm there from anywhere from 7.30 till 2, like, 3 in the morning. Yeah. And then I get home and I can't unwind. So I'm up till 5, 4 in the morning. What do you do at those hours? Facebook. Oh, just stare at your phone? Yeah. Just stare at my phone. My, Isn't that My terrible? husband hates it. He gets so mad. But anyways, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm on Facebook or social media. But, you know, I stay up late and I watch, binge watch TV shows. Yeah. Not even movies anymore. Like, I'm all about the TV shows. Mm-hmm. So The Hill House, I watched in two days and it was so good. Like, it actually scared me. Like Yeah, it scared me too. Like I say, mediumship is not like the movies. You know, it's it's not all scared, scared and scary crap jumping out mm. at you. But there are certain locations that I've gone to that have scared me shitless. Right, and I'm sure mediumship, like, it's like for the normal person, yeah, it's scary because it's something. Anything you don't understand that's happening to you in a physical way is scary. Exactly. And that's like horror movies. Like you know, obviously, it's just like to get like a rise and like build yeah. your adrenaline up yes. and like get a jump off you like, and the mood yeah. and film yeah and hill house did that for me hill house was I, I i watched it like probably about a year ago right now which was like me coming off of this breakup and i was at this house for like the first time by myself the first time ever living by myself Aww. and watching that and i was like this is a terrible idea and it was it was scary as fuck but yeah you know i like that like it gives you like this like this boost of adrenaline which yeah. is almost which not even almost is it just straight up is a drug into it your is. body. It is. It's a. It's That's like why people oxy- like scary shit. It's like oxytocin, mm. not oxycontin, but oxytocin, um, and and it's that's the love drug. In case people don't know what that is, the love drug. The love drug, and uh, I love it. 
I love the adrenaline and, and my husband makes fun of me cause I'll sit there with a, a towel or, or the blanket covering my face, but I'm still like peeking over. He's like, why do you watch this shit? And I'm like, because I love it. Because you do embrace your fear more and just deal with it. I do. But at the same time, get rid time, of that towel. This is why I love it. Okay, I cannot stand like Jason or Freddy Krueger movies. Like I cannot watch them why? because that shit could could happen in real life. You think Freddy Krueger or Jason could happen? Serial in real killers. Life? So they're serial well, killers. Yeah, but that's, those are like mythical serial People killers. People coming over and stabbing at me could totally happen. Yeah, but in real not life. in your dreams, and not somebody that can't die and just re- reincarnates over and over again. Maybe <laughs> those are terrible examples. Maybe he's just a robot. Okay, well, that's still... I mean, that will happen eventually, but not Probably. right now. <laughs> but, but I'm just talking serial killer aspect. They could totally right, so, st- well, come th- and attack th- me. Think of something... Think of, think of a different example rather than... Uh, uh, rather than Chainsaw Massacre? Okay, yeah, that can check. I, okay. I don't really know the whole story, but yeah, people can be killed by chainsaws. Uh, what it, What was that one? Uh, cabin Fever. Uh, and I don't know if that one's real either. Okay. Isn't that one where they get a sickness that makes people kill each other? Yes. Like almost like zombie fight. Like <laughs> mad mad cow disease? Yeah, I don't know. I don't I why, why don't why, how about zodiac? <laughs> okay, yes. Okay, fine. Zodiac. That shit could really happen. Although I did like that movie. It's a good movie. <laughs> so, My best friend, that's like one of his favorite movies. <laughs> but the shit that happens in supernatural movies with ghosts and stuff. Yeah, well like That oh, doesn't happen to me. Like yeah, I deal with ghosts and spirits on a daily, but it's not mm. like that. But there are two locations that I've gone to that have scared me shitless. Number one is why? that... Why? Because I feel like there is something more than just a human spirit there. So, like... like the- I, I call them wraiths. W-R-A-I-T-H. Isn't that like a um, uh, Lord of the Rings thing? Like the ring wraiths or something? I mean, it's in there, you- yeah. But it's from the Scotland... It's basically like Scotland demons. Mm-hmm. It's so like, Scottish demons. Like, uh, it's Scot- there's a bunch of Scottish demons coming out. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, demons for, are for Christianity, mm. and wraiths are like non Christian demons. Like, they're able to possess people, they're able to be doppelgangers, they steal your soul, like, they steal your energy, mm-hmm. they feed off your fear, just like a Christian demon might. Um, so it's a non-religious demon, I guess. Got you. But um, I feel like there could be something like that at Hensdale House that's owned by one of my friends, and it scares the shit out of me to go there. But I love it. So, like, I love that adrenaline. So, like, what, what would be like the the worst case scenario in terms of paranormal investigation? Yeah, like, do you believe in like cracking like people that do like um. Uh, um uh god damn why can't i think of this movie the the most popular scary movie exorcisms is that oh, is that a real thing uh, there's definitely exorcists out there do i believe that people can be possessed absolutely do i believe that there are spirits that are non-human absolutely those are called elementals um there's a whole world your fairies your gnomes things like that you believe in gnomes i mean here's a fun fact i'm a very big fan of entomology what does that mean? Etymology, not entomology. Damn you, alcohol. Entomology, isn't that like a... That's a study of bugs. <laughs> I was going to say, isn't that like trees, like ants or something? Etym- etymology is the study of words and where they come from. Okay. So fun fact. when you let's, let's have this conversation. When you die, do you believe that you could be a ghost? Uh, Kind of. 
I don't know. I believe when I die, I'm going to be guided into this like weird relearning uh kind of like i guess you could like boil it down to like a school where like i'm gonna be guided by someone else that died before me and i'm gonna learn what i'd learned from this life and be chosen into what else i'm gonna learn okay which doesn't make sense i believe no actually i believe that exact same thing but i explain a little different side note remind me to go back to ghosts and gnomes okay okay so um (laughs) so basically (laughs) did you stop recording no Okay. I, I thought I might have, but I don't think I did. It's not moving anymore, is it? Uh, if we expand out. It is. Oh, shit. So I stopped this one for a second. <laughs> I personally believe oh, that kind of what you do, but I explain it as we're here to learn lessons. You're right. And life lessons and life goals. And we have these life goals. And by the time we pass away on this reincarnation or this incarnation, um, we go in to meet our spirit guides that you may not have met yet. I know some of mine already, luckily, but, um, my, Am I one? No, you're Damn. not, you're not one of my spirit guides. I'm what sorry. What the fuck? <laughs> spirit guides, I believe are, are human spirits that have already lived out their amount of lives and they've learned all the lessons that they're going to learn. And they take those lessons and they teach their, their um their their students basically Mm. my spirit guide has already lived all their lifetimes and now they're going to teach me everything that i need to know and they take the knowledge they learned from all their lifetimes and and help other people's and they're not going to come back and reincarnate anymore so that's what i believe is that kind of similar to what you believe um like you're going to keep coming back until you learn all the lessons you need to learn yeah, I yeah, I guess I would I would I would say that like it never stops, but gotcha. Like so, I mean like th- there could be there's I, mean, I I believe in infinity and there's never there, like the story just keeps going and going and going because the beginning and the end it does not make sense. It, I can't comprehend that. So it just is going to gotcha. keep going. I gotcha. That makes sense. Um, does it? Cuz it shouldn't. I mean, I, I can understand why you'd think that, you know? Yeah. I also believe that in in something called Twin Flames, which is everyone mistakes soulmates for Twin Flames. So I believe that there are multiple soulmates. And what soulmates, they could be teachers that you've had. They can be friends. They can be family members. They can be lovers, companions, friends, all that. And they're they're there to help you in your life, on your life, like to meet your goals for your life lessons. That's what a soulmate is. And then there's twin flames. And I believe that our souls are created basically from this ether, this flame. And there's one person out there that was created at the same time as you from this one flame. Mm-hmm. And they're your mirror. They're like your, almost like siblings. In a way, they're your soul mirror. And they don't have to be a lover or companion. Um, they could be just like your soulmates, your friends. Could they be your enemy? They could. But at the same time you'll feel this connection and you feel like when they're gone, there's a part of you missing, mm. if that makes sense. So like um, uh, Voldemort and Dumbledore? Basically, or Voldemort and Harry Potter because Harry Potter took that piece. But, but Harry Potter was like, I mean, for lack of a better word, raped into being one of Voldemort's pieces. Basically, but it's Like still... forced upon him without his own consent, like, you know. 
and you were create and I believe you were created against your own consent with this other person, hmm, this other soul. Okay. So when your existence was created, you were created with this other soul, and they're there. You're you're. So you think everyone yang, that was like, created like was created with a different half? Basically, I don't believe in yin and yang, but like yeah, maybe not in that terms of uh. Like two people were created at the same time and then just split off. Like, what? I don't understand why it's the number two. I don't know. Because why not? Why can't it be three? Duality. Triality. I don't know. I mean, everything is just words. It Honestly, is. what everything boils down to for me is that nothing fucking matters, and we are we are here because we're here, and it'd be fucking. Here, number three. Politics. The president grabbed me. All right, guys. Um, uh, we're on to politics. We just had an interesting conversation. I want to uh, bring up like what I what I personally believe the ghosts are, and uh, like it, it's not really what I believe, just what it, like my rationality to how they could exist or whatnot. So, like a bunch of cows, let's say they're uh, running wild, like it's before humans ever get here or whatnot, and then like they're just running and. Uh, some, some one of them falls off a cliff and uh it's very traumatic for that person or that that, that animal that falls off a cliff and you know other other animals fall off too and like it's just like this big spiritual pool of like traumaticness of falling off a cliff and i feel like it might be like just a evolutionary imp, uh, imprint that we can't quite understand like okay like this is scary because like you go over by this by this place where something traumatic happened like it should be this energy of like don't go there like that's scary like like don't go like it's not, like for humans too like don't go into a house where a bunch of people were murdered before and like there's just like this dark energy that's like kind of like pushing you away from it making that's like what fear is it's like fear is exists to keep us from doing things that are going to cause our death you know right whole evolutionary aspect to it yeah i, I agree with that we call those in my world uh residual hauntings mm-hmm. in a way and we a lot of times, too, people, there's something called EMF. It's called electromagnetic frequencies. Mm-hmm. And we have meters that, scientific meters that detect that. And a lot of times, even that energy you're talking about is created by past EMF or current EMF. And it can make you sick. Like, it's literally mm-hmm. like poisoning your body in a way. And we've gone into houses that they think they're haunted because they feel these things and they feel this energy, but it's really just an EMF leak or one of their electronics, like their fridge is putting out a bunch of EMF mm-hmm. or piping or whatever. Yeah. So, I've heard, I've heard like, uh, like one of the podcasts, they talk about like how they think like the hauntings are people like they have like these like scary experiences. It's like a lot about sound, sound frequencies, like fucking with the brain. Pretty much. In a term, like, you know, like the same way, like we like, certain like kind of like deep bassy music but like imagine it like in a more scary way right and i can't go into all the details of the conversation we just had off record but uh basically as i the one thing i can say is i personally believe that ghosts or spirits are yes it's their souls but in terms of monitoring them via video and and radio frequencies they are a frequency they're an energy we are all energy mm-hmm. you know and we're all carbon exactly from the dinosaurs we're freaking and from whatever came cos- before that cosmetic dust 
cosmetic. Right. Cos- cosmic, cosmic dust, <laughs> not cosmetic. That's makeup. <laughs> cosmic. We're all makeup. Yes, love that. You shit. are lipstick. I am lipstick. We all are. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's a, a a great speaker and 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 writer. Her name's um, Andrea Perrin, and she's actually the eldest daughter. You know the the movie The Conjuring. Yeah. She's, the scariest movie I've ever seen. The yeah. Conjuring and The Conjuring 2. Yes. So she is the eldest daughter from The Conjuring Story. Okay. Andrea Perrin. And she's phenomenal. I highly recommend. I'm going to write down the name of a book for you to read. Okay. Or you can borrow my copy. I met her. She's phenomenal. She's a great speaker. But she said we are cosmic dust. We are, you know, there's a whole, uh, I think it was Descartes that said, I think, therefore I am. Mm-hmm. Renee Descartes, but she she did her whole thesis in school based off of that and flipped it and said, "I am, therefore I think." Mm-hmm. We are all energy. I truly believe that, and and we're just energy with a shell, basically. Do you mean like ghost animals? Oh yeah, yeah. Um, They're just less cognitive, so less like pronounced. Is that? Mm, maybe. Like maybe maybe go maybe animals see those ghosts more than we can see like animals. Oh ghosts. yeah, there's totally so many stories of dogs and cats reacting and it's all based on frequency. You mm. know, we're all energy. And and the whole thing is we are all the same and in different in many aspects, but we're still all the same at our core. And and that's what that's what Andrea Perrin talks about. And we're all part of the same universe. Our yeah. oneness. We're one. Right. But we all come from the... like. I mean, that's what evolution is. We all came from the same... Exactly. Whether you believe microbial, in primordial um, soup or whatever. Whatever you believe. Or even if you, even if, even if you believe like in Christianity. We all came from God then. And that's the case. Yeah. We're all the same. We just come... Yeah. We just stem from the same source of energy. And we all have different experiences. But those experiences are to teach us lessons. Mm-hmm. So that we can help others in the future. And or they're just here because of their fun and nothing really matters because nothing does matter. Yeah, we could do a whole podcast on <laughs> existentialism. On I prom think. night by Stray Light Run? Sure, why not? <laughs> so that, that's a good band. But anyways, <laughs> um, I know we want to get into the politics segment, but I did want to say back to the whole gnome thing, the reason I asked is because the etymology of ghost is just breath, gust. Okay, what do you mean? Explain further. So like... Etymology, let's start with that. Etymology is the study of words and where they come from. Okay. And obviously we know words change over time mm-hmm. and the, the, the meanings of words, depending on the um, language. Right, like saw, dude. That's a new one. Yeah. So <laughs> uh, ghost is based off of the word ghost, which is basically means gust which means wind okay so the people that believe that when they die they're going to become a ghost they believe that they're going to become wind does that really make sense not to me not to me either wind is a physical thing that you can predict right so then there's people that believe some people believe that you're going to be an alien well i mean i believe in reincarnation and if aliens exist then yeah i could see that but the problem is, is that the word alien comes from the French meaning of alien, which means foreign or not of this world. Oh, okay. 
Well, so therefore, you would not. Not Earth. Not you don't Earth. Think, you don't think like so. Being like to broader expand this conversation, mm-hmm. do you believe in not uh, aliens? I do. I do believe in extraterrestrials. So you think you believe in reincarnation, right? Yes. So you don't think that reincarnation, you could be reincarnated to another planet like billions of miles away? It's possible. Uh, anything's possible, I believe. I mean, yeah, anything is, anything is possible. But... Murphy's Law, anything that can happen will happen. Right. So, I don't know. I feel like maybe, you know, maybe it's possible that I could become on another planet when I'm done with this Earth. And I'll have another type of lesson to learn. But then maybe I've learned all my lessons, and this is the last reincarnation that I have. I kind of feel like sometimes, like, when you die, like, your soul, like, is kind of still stuck by gravity. And, like, maybe that's why, like, the reoccurring souls happen on Earth. Because, like, we're stuck by Earth's gravity, and there's no other planet close enough, close enough to us. Unless, like, like, say aliens come and take us and take us to their planet, and then we die there. Then that's we're the stuck whole by ancient that aliens theory, right? Maybe I don't know. In I don't. I don't really believe in ancient aliens. Like it's, in terms of building the pyramids, I think people just undercut what humanity is capable of. But <laughs> I've always found it interesting. That's a whole other story. But uh, I don't know. I feel like you know the whole the whole idea of the word alien. You know, mm-hmm. um, it doesn't fit what we would become. But gnomes. Nome. Back to the gnomes again. <laughs> gnomes comes from nome, which means spirit of the earth. And I feel like that would best fit what would become, in a way. Like spirits of the die. earth would become gnomes, is that what you're saying? I mean, I guess it depends I'm gonna on... I'm going to become a short guy guarding my mother's <laughs> garden. <laughs> you know, language changes, right? Well, I just have a cool hat. Yeah, a nice, a nice pointy hat. Would you have a cool beard, though? Oh, for sure. Oh, if yeah. I could grow one, yes, I would. <laughs> but, you know, over time, the the idea of gnomes, earth spirits, mm-hmm. changed. But in the end, out of those three, ghosts, aliens, gnomes, which one fits definition-wise from the original meaning? Ghosts, right? No, that's gust. Well, but uh, wait, spirit hold on. of the earth. Well, yeah. Well, gnomes are the obvious answer. Yes, but gnomes so also have a different meaning in terms of popular culture and whatnot. Currently, yeah. But the original meaning, see, and then there's the whole. But like I would say, the original meaning it is more tied to the new meaning of ghosts, right? True. Yes. But if we're just going by based off of specific etymology mm. of the original meaning the latin or french derivative of when that word first was created yeah. and the meaning then we would be gnomes which i find very interesting well i mean i feel like words are just words like yeah we're gnomes but also we are ghosts also we are living like are we aliens i don't think so maybe we'll see we'll see what happens right do you think aliens are here uh, yes. Okay. Why haven't they made themselves made made themselves pronounced? I think they have, and the government covers it up, which brings us into politics, right? Oh, interesting. Okay, so you're nice. a conspiracy theorist. I am a very big conspiracy theorist. I'm a very anti-conspiracy theorist, so this is going to be fun. Yeah. <laughs> 
I there's a guy, his name's John Tenney, and I think he's from Royal Oak. And that whole etymology thing I actually picked up from him. And I just went and saw him speak in Detroit a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And he is a huge conspiracy theorist. Like, he has people from the government watching him. Did you know you could actually go and contact, I can't remember exactly what he said, I think it was the FBI. But there's a file on people. And he's got, like, you can order your file. And there's certain parts you can have, other parts you can't. Mm-hmm. And he actually ordered his file, and he's like, there's a huge book on me. Because I believe in conspiracy theorists, and I talk about it. But he's he's very interesting. But side side note, I am a conspiracy theorist, and... So what's, like, the biggest conspiracy... Governmental conspiracy theory that you believe in? I believe that... Do you think we went to the moon? No. Oh, I definitely know we went to the moon. That's fine. (laughs) Why don't you think we did? I don't know. I just can't imagine there being wind on the moon. And if there's wind on the moon, then why couldn't they take their little mask off? Well, if there's wind on the moon, just wind is not uh, the definition of of, uh, oxygen. (laughs) oxygen. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Which is only like 20% of what we breathe. Like we breathe, I think, mostly nitrogen. But (laughs) yeah, I'm not too educated on that aspect. But, you know, there's the whole. I'm super, super educated on it. Well, we can have a whole conversation (laughs) on that then. I love to have healthy debates. Yeah, I um, no, I'm really good. I'm really good at like debating people that disagree with me. Like I've had yeah. plenty of people who are like super big. I, I, actually, I don't know your political leanings, but like I've people that are super big uh, Republicans on this podcast, and I I'm pretty fine with talking about them, even though I believe completely differently, oppositely the other way than they do. Yeah, I I have a my best friend is a bleeding. Republican, like diehard Republican. He wasn't always, but over the last couple years after Obama, he became quite the Republican. And that's I, what Trump does, people, man. He, he, he's, he's a really good uh, cult leader. Yeah, uh, it seems to be that way. <laughs> um, I, like, I, I think I mentioned earlier that I'm kind of in the middle. I see mm-hmm. points on certain things. Um, like if you brought up different things, I lean towards liberal, but I'm also not going to attack anyone for their belief Mm. system. I'm under the doctrine of if it doesn't affect me or somebody that I love, then do as you will. That sounds super liberal. Live and let live. So what, what are your Republican leanings then? I don't know. I'll go through some of them and I'll tell you. All right. Gay marriage. I'm for it. Okay. Abortion. I believe this is a hard topic for me. (laughs) I lost a child, unfortunately, to Mm. no fault of my own. So I know had I had the opportunity, even under horrible circumstances, I would find a way to allow someone to adopt. But I do believe it's, I I, I lean towards pro-choice. It's a- Rather than anti-choice. Right. It's a woman's choice. Right. Bottom line. Um, okay, sounds pretty liberal so far. Um, uh, uh, do you think we should tax billionaires more than we tax normal people? Yeah. Okay, liberal. Um, do Republicans actually think that they shouldn't be taxed more? You ever heard of uh, <laughs> fucking uh, trickle-down economics? No. Yeah, they think like that if we don't tax the rich, then they're going to keep creating jobs for the people that aren't as much rich. 
which is bullshit and, compl- and and proven wrong based off the Reagan administration, like bunch of garbage. Like, oh man, that's not cool. I'm so I'm trying to figure out what parts you lean towards the middle in. Um, I do agree. Maybe you don't think everyone should have free college. No. You don't think everyone should. No, because then who's going to pay for it? I mean, what? who's going to pay for the roads? True. Roads are a right, right? Yeah. <laughs> healthcare. What do you think about healthcare? <sighs> only, the, uh, only the people that can afford it should have it, or do you think everyone should have it? I definitely think everyone should have it. Okay. Um, uh, ed- higher education, do you think everyone should have it, or only people that can afford it can have it? They should have the opportunity. To to what to have a higher education right but i feel like all so these... like so you think they should have a fr- like there should be some kind of a government government sponsored free higher education program yes but i feel like a lot of these colleges that are privately owned are kind of bullshit they are i i don't it's, agree with that everything in in the world that we live in is in late stage capitalism is just about making money and this it's, yeah. it's no fault of all the people that like are in, in charge and doing what they can like that's what they're they're doing everything to protect themselves but we have to realize that like we have to fucking completely upend upend the system to make it fair for everyone because like you know like roads and like (laughs) like people want to make it like pay for college or um you know like there's like i think even elizabeth warren's plan who is someone who i have been supporting but i think i'm leaning towards bernie now has talked about like Okay, yeah, we're going to give free college to everyone that doesn't make a certain amount of money. But, like, I don't know if I agree with that. I think we should just give free college to everyone. Like, even if they're Donald Trump's kids, like, where they're rich and billion billionaires, like, they still get to go on their our roads. They still get to use our fire department, use our police force. Like, it's just about defining what is a right in America. Right. I agree there. Um, I honestly feel like... It's bullshit that you have all these prestigious colleges. What makes them prestigious? Is it because their teachers get paid more? Is it because the kids that graduate from there get paid more? Like, why is that prestigious? It's prestigious because they make the most money. Exactly, and I don't think that's fair. Are they? Are the teachers there really better teachers than the teachers that are teaching in regular high school or regular colleges like Wayne County Community College? Like, why? I'm. 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 I'm actually, I'm. I'm. I'm sure that they are. Like in terms of like, because you're you're paid what you're worth, right? Yeah. Like, like who you know, defines that? Um, yeah, that's a good question. Who does define that? I yeah. guess I guess whatever results come come from it. I don't know. I don't know. I I think like I don't know. I think education and healthcare should be thought of the same as fucking roads and fucking the police and fucking. <laughs> like the fire department like shit like that like that's yeah. stuff that like like imagine if they try to privatize the fire department where like if you don't have enough money you can't put a fire out of your house because the fire department won't go there right here's another question do you feel that policemen or police forces that are in rougher neighborhoods should be paid more um kind of yeah I certainly do because they're I, having I, to deal with way more shit than I'm going to have to deal with. I think like policemen should just be paid more in general. Like I agree there. I like I always I always like uh 
joke around and say this idea like I'm going to run for like mayor one day or something like that. And my first order of business is going to be I'm going to pay policemen and teachers like twice the amount they should make because they are the most important people in our society is the people teaching our young and the people protecting us. And like, you know, all these police shootings that have been happening, like, like just like this fucking UPS driver that just got killed. I did read up on that. Like, you know, and like, I don't, I don't even, I don't want to blame like the cops or anything, but like you just need, if you have like more training and more qualified people doing those jobs, like imagine if you paid uh, a, a, cop as much as you pay a doctor imagine how big of a field that is people trying to get in there right like come on like we should be doing that more than we should do that for people that like are going to be actuaries or something like that right and then too having better training in general for police is important too because i'll tell you right now i have two kids on the autism spectrum they are very high fun- functioning, which I'm thankful mm-hmm. for. I don't see autism as a disease. I actually feel that autistic, I don't think it is a disease, right? It, it is technically. It's a is disorder, it? technically. But isn't a disease something that comes from like a virus or a bacteria or something? Some people think of it as a disease, but it's technically a disorder. Yeah. It's a brain disorder um, by society standards. I personally believe, and I'm sure I'm going to get crap for this if there's any other autism parents listening... I believe that it is the next stage in human evolution. Autism is? Yes. Because my children can hear and experience things on a higher level. Mm-hmm. My kid at two years old could hear a train coming from 10 miles away. And then five minutes later, that train would be coming down the tracks. So you think they're like a sensory? Um... They're like the next X-Men. As <laughs> I was gonna try to put it into more scientific fact. <laughs> yeah, but yes, they're they're sent, literally all autism is, whether you're high functioning or not, is a difference in brain wiring that allows them to be more sensitive to certain things such as sound or emotion or um, sensory. Sensory it could be a taste, touch, feeling, um, sound, all that. It's a sensory overload for them. It's like walking in Times Square 24-7 for a lot of them. Yeah. And because of that, if you think about it, it, instead of saying it's a negative thing and turn it into a positive thing, they could actually help people using their skills that they have that us normal people don't have. Normal, I always say, is technically Yeah, a I was going to say, don't say normal. Yeah, it's a setting on the dryer. A st- like, yeah, it's like the standard i guess exactly and it's it's a society standard society decides on what's normal or not the most common exactly people and and i'm all for neurodiversity um meaning that we are all different and we should all be accepted based Mm -hmm. on those differences instead of being treated like we are something lesser because we might have this disorder what is that i think my neighbor just Started, started their, their car. car okay but it sounded like a fucking bass riff didn't it, it? did interesting anyways <laughs> um, um um so i grew up uh so i have uh two younger brothers an older half brother but this is not he's not relevant to this story but i grew up with i have two younger brothers and one day my mom was contemplating like she's like doesn't know what to do like because she's like going to work and whatnot and then like this woman walks down our street uh pushing like two kids in the stroller and she asked them hey 
um, do you want to babysit? And she said, yes. And like, so we, we went over to their house like every day for like our entire growing up lives. Right. And one of the, one of the kids there, uh, was autistic. He's still one of my best friends. He's been on this podcast a bunch of times and, uh, fucking the most genuine person I've ever met. Yeah. They don't hide shit. Like I, I, my kids get their being on the spectrum for me. I have no mm. filter and it gets me in trouble a lot. But I will you not... You seem pretty well composed for this podcast. I don't know if you're holding back, but... I mean, it gets worse the more I drink. I have a small <laughs> filter, but based on, like, like I I ask a million questions usually. Like, you said you're, you're very curious and you ask a million questions. Yeah. I have something called low latent inhibition. Okay. Which I believe that a lot of autistic people have, and that's why they are constantly asking why. Mm. Um, low... For example... Pretend like this is just a regular can and not a beer can, okay? Or a water bottle for that for that nature. Um, we're both picking up the cans, looking at them <laughs> awkwardly. Uh, <laughs> um, I see things differently, but I see it like I'm seeing it for the first time every time. But I'm building on what I already know. Mm-hmm. So people like my kids and my daughter specifically who can do a 24-card flippy memory game in 2.5 five minutes a flippy memory game. yeah like you know where you flip up the cards and yeah. you're like you match the memory i know what you're yeah. talking about yeah she can do that in two and a half minutes and she's been able she's six now but she's been able to do that since she was two and a half hmm. and not even speaking at that point but you know people like that they see things for the first time but they build on what they already know hmm. so we're freaking brilliant and intelligent but we're awkward because we always have to ask why. And people take that to heart a lot of times. Like I've had my my team leader in the uh, ghost hunting group. We've gone rounds with each other because I'm questioning why she's doing things a certain way. And yeah. it's not because I'm trying to be an asshole. It's because I genuinely want to understand why. And because I feel like right. I see things differently. I might see it a different way that we might be able to improve time or improve some way. It's not because I'm trying to be a jerk. It's because why haven't we tried it this way? And I ask questions and I'm like, we've gone around. She understands now how my brain works, but I'm not trying to be a dick. If I was trying to be a dick, I'd just be a dick and be like, hey, I want to be a bitch. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm, uh, so when I was growing up, like, I think one of the reasons that I am who I am, like, actually, I don't even think I know one of the reasons why I am who I am is because um, our babysitter that was like, that, that took, took me and my brothers in. Uh, to like watch us while my mom was at work and whatnot like and she had an autistic son and like she did all these things like we would watch them like because like he had um uh because you know you you're like right your right eye is your dominant eye if you're right handed and your right hand is normally your dominant hand like yes um his was he had his left eye is dominant eye his right hand is dominant hand that's me yeah so she like she had all these like weird things you're just like she would make him wear an eye patch and like cover his eye and like i don't know and, and like we we did all these brain building exercises and like all these group activities and like i don't know Teresa fucking made me who i am and the creative weird person that i am like fucking loved my childhood so much i'm just so thankful for everything that i've been through and i think a part of that is attributed to um her having an autistic child and you know maybe even her being like kind of like afraid of like that and like trying to circumvent it you know see i've never seen it as something to be changed 
Right, and the only reason it's people... more like it's more like to adapt to the like yeah, like she built this standards. she built this kid that that can like function on his own entirely. Yeah, and that's and unfortunately, so there's this therapy called ABA, and I unfortunately put I have a lot of catching up to do. It's I'm okay. I'm, go- on... I'm going to drink one of your beers. Okay, please do. <laughs> um, don't let them go to waste. So. Oh, trust me. They I put to. my child through ABA, and while it what did, is ABA? ABA is Applied Behavioral Analysis, and that is the number one gold standard therapy given to children with autism. Mm-hmm. Some people have seen great things come from ABA. I saw a couple great things, but I also saw a lot of bullshit. Yeah, putting my two and a half year old daughter through that, and I kind of regret doing it into certain aspects i love occupational therapy which is where they're teaching them like day-to-day task fine motor skills um how to brush your teeth things like that Mm -hmm. um speech therapy is great just because we do have to be able to communicate now i went to school to be a a american sign language interpreter and then i got to interesting yes i got to the interpreting part and my brain wouldn't cooperate because I unfortunately have ADHD. And I couldn't take in and put out at the same time. Mm-hmm. I just couldn't. Um, but I, I'm a huge activist for deaf rights. And there are a lot of people who see being deaf as a disability. And while it is a disability to society standards because they don't have the same opportunities, there are people that are deaf or, like me, deaf rights activists that believe that they can do everything that a quote unquote normal not let's right. say let's say hearing person can do they just can't hear so they can still have jobs and i swear to god some of the best drivers people are like how can you drive if you don't hear some of the best drivers are deaf people because they don't have distractions i mean everything uh driving is like i guess it's like compound with uh, audio and visual but it's it's way more visual than exactly it and it's, it's way different than having like a blind driver being like well how can you drive if you can't see well i can hear everything like no that, that doesn't, doesn't that work. doesn't work <laughs> but they are some of the best drivers because they don't have distractions mm-hmm. they don't have their phone going off they don't have the radio trying to change the station mm-hmm. they just have driving and that's it but back to autism a lot of parents unfortunately see their kid as something lesser there's something called person first language where they have uh, my child is autistic, not I have an autistic child. And that right there is ableism. And this goes along with the political aspect, too, because looking at Trump's kid potentially having autism or being on the spectrum. Baron? Yeah. Um, oh, this is the end. Oh, shit. Well, um, uh, we can continue the next time you're on if you ever want to come back on again. Of course. I can talk about this for hours. <laughs> um, uh... It's been super fucking cool having you here. This Thank has you. not been awkward in the slightest. I think it's been fun. <laughs> um, uh, where can we find you, follow you, anything you want to promote? So I have a solo music page on Facebook. It's Jessica Jolene, J-E-S-S-I-C-A space J-O-L-E-N-E. And then I also have an Instagram. It's Jessica Jolene Music. So if you want to follow me there. And then Great Lakes Ghost Hunters on, on Facebook. And we have a website as well. Great Lakes Ghost Hunters of Michigan specifically. You can find me there. Follow her there, guys. We will have her back. This has been the Split Six Podcast. You can find me at Nick Wagella on Facebook and Instagram. You can find us at Split Six Media on Facebook. 
Um, uh, and by earlier, I meant Twitter. Not that any of you guys care. You're, you guys all probably follow me anyway. Um, uh, thank you, Jessica, for splitting six with me. Thank you. Uh, remember, it's more important to listen to somebody else than it is for them to listen to you. And we will be back next week, everybody. Um, uh, happy ghost hunting. Thanks. <laughs>